three, two, one. Welcome to Sober in the States Basketball. Now, here are your hosts, Jorge and Alec. Alec, we are back. Another episode. Five episodes in. I didn't think we'd get here. You did, but we're here. Sober NBA is live. We are virtually shooting hoops in a way, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But you can count it. Yeah, dude, it's, it's close enough. I can't ball in real life, but I'll ball on some Sober. Don't look at my standings because I am not high up there, but whatever, dude, we'll figure it out. It's a new game. And with the introduction of a new game, we're on our streak, bringing another guest, Alec, the man, the myth, the legend. Who do we got with us today? We got John Nellis, the man, the myth, the legend. Couldn't have said it better myself. So rare legend, so rare football legend. Got to work on the basketball gallery a little bit, but we'll get to that later. But if you want to kick us away and get us started here, I am, I've been excited for this since we announced it last week, I believe it was, when Chris texted us. So yeah, spoiler I'm alert. real excited for this one. Dude, John, for yeah. those who don't know that I've been living <laughs> under a rock, who are you? Why are we hyped that John oh. Nellis is on the show right now? <laughs> Talking basketball, which he oh, loves so not- much. It's so hard because like the way you've hyped me up, I'm either like I, I play it modest or come across like an asshole. I'm not to say bad words here. <laughs> you know, we never hashed it out and I kind of like beat around the bush. But yeah, who cares? Fuck it. OK, I'll try not to. But um, yeah, no. So I've been making so rare content, I suppose, for uh, two years ish, something like that. Exclusively football. And as I said, whenever Chris reached out to me and said, do you want to do the the podcast? I was like, yeah, there's like the basketball one. And I was like, Yeah. I don't know basketball at all. Now, I can bounce a ball. I understand what a three-pointer is, a two-pointer, a little assist and a rebound. I kind of get the get the idea. It's much more easy to, to pick up than MLB. And, you know, you might actually play it at school here, whereas you do not play baseball in Europe. You might play basketball. Do you know what I mean? Right. So it's a bit more intuitive. And I think the players are a bit more superstar-y than baseball players. So, like, you have an idea of what the LeBron Jameses are. and LeBron. Uh, LeBron James, etc. But uh LeBron your game. I kind of missed it the first time. I was like, LeBron, I was like, if I've been saying his name wrong the whole time, <laughs> I was like, I really am a basketball noob. It's LeBron. It was it was your tweet. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. A viral. It, was, it was actually Trip and B who came up with it too. I was on a live stream and he hey, he st- put I was like thunder? Oh, 100 percent I was I was on a live stream and I was like, give me the best LeBron pun. And uh, Trip and B comes in with LeBron your game and I tweeted it. <laughs> And I got like I, I, so rare tagging me and stuff like LeBron your game and I'm like yeah that's me, but um yeah I I know so rare I don't know basketball that's kind of me. Well, that's kind of why we have you here because you know the so mm. rare and you may not know the basketball and you might learn a thing or two like I'm I, you may be my scapegoat here when I ask Alex some basketball questions like I'm just gonna pretend like I know them but really they might mm. be for me, uh but we'll we'll figure it out we'll wing it but we have you here. Obviously, you've been in so rare for a while. You've got a huge YouTube channel. You have a huge following. You do really well onboarding new users, I would say. Me being one of them maybe a year ago or so. Mm-hmm. What have you seen from the release of NBA that's like maybe different from soccer or even the MLB? I think like if, if I was to look at like, to be honest, like affiliate, the affiliate side, if we look at that onboarding side, um, there's, gener- there's definitely a lot more hype. I, I think... S- 
the soccer side, it was so long ago and such a gradual process, apart from maybe the Gary V boom, that was kind of like a an inflection point or a real moment. But outside that, it's been very gradual, whereas maybe people disagree. Um, but I think comparing the two recent launches is probably a better comparison. And MLB versus NBA, it's just day and night. NBA, the amount of money coming into the market is a big one. The amount of people yeah. signing up, the amount of people getting involved, the amount of people interested. And I don't necessarily know the ins and outs of why that is. Uh, maybe it is down to the top shot kind of community. Maybe it is down to the fact that, as I say, basketball is a bit more intuitive for a European audience, which predominantly the football is. Um, I don't know, but I, I think the launches went very well. And yeah, it, there seems to be a lot of hype. I mean, the money moving about, uh, a lot of excitement, a lot of people who've come in and are discovering somewhere for the first time. I think are starting to get hooked and that'll lead to telling their friends. Right. Um, so, well, uh, with the, with the MD, since you were saying that like Europeans are more, have more like of affinity towards NBA, do you really think that there will, even you, like, are you going to produce more NBA content because of it? Cause there's just a lot more new eyes and then get them to mm. flip the football. Or is it like, you're just like, eh, you're just going to stick to soccer. Yeah. I think I'll stick to stock. I'll stick to soccer. I'll not sock to sticker. I think because the reason Close is enough. it's, it's yeah, the way I look at it is like with okay, I do a so far so rare podcast, right? Not to get a plug in, but the reason I say that is because I like to look Famous. at it as my grand overview of so rare, like baseball, basketball, football, future sports, the company, like the grand overview, omniscient from like a godlike perspective, looking down on the whole thing. Right, which is why you're here. That's exactly trying to do that. Trying to do that, not calling myself a god. That sounds a bit fucking waggy, but you know what I mean. Like trying to look at everything, trying to really like get that point across. I look at the whole market. Whereas I think in every other piece of content I do, I had to think about it. I've put out like tutorials on the other things, so that if people who find me decide they want to know basketball or baseball, I know where to send them. I have a tutorial in place. Um, and I've obviously built those before. I know the questions I get asked all the time. I know what people need to know. Um, and I've got a good guy who can edit them. So I may as well make them. But my point is, there's guys like you who know basketball, who are just inevitably going to be more informative, more passionate, and give better content. So I can try and be jack of all trades, or I can just stick to what I know and, and be good at it and try and be the guy in that space. So I'm trying to be the football guy of so rare. Right, right. There will inevitably sense. become a basketball guy and a baseball guy. I think if I try and do that, it's just some Irish guy talking about baseball who gets the words wrong and doesn't know what he's talking about and doesn't know the history and doesn't know the folklore and doesn't, you know, I just think it would be a bit stupid. No. And, and that's the same way. Like, and you'll hear Alec reference baseball all the time. And I'm just like, uh-huh. Yeah. Dude. Mm. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like I, I just, I, I tried it. The so rare product. It's fun. Like I like putting in my lineups and then checking my scores here and there. But as far as baseball, mm, not going to like a lottery ticket. Yeah. Not no, it's it, it's yeah i don't want to say the word <coughs> gambling but yeah that's, that's what sober mlb is right like yeah. i tell chris shameless mm. plug for the sober in the states baseball but they have a watch list and like i'll listen to their episodes and uh when i remember when i was setting lineups and like i needed a guy i'd be like all right and i would just go to their watch list and i'm like oh that looks like a fair price i just stick them right in i'm like okay hey close mm. enough I, I want a few things here and there but so those people coming into nba what's like the number one question that you've gotten from new users because uh we're gonna we're gonna need some of those questions forwarded this way so we can oh. produce content so like <laughs> just you see if you go and watch that baseball or basketball sorry nba tutorial like i literally try and hit them all there because the, you know what's one of the weird not weird questions one of the ones i always get peppered with 
if I buy an old card, can I still use it? People seem to think the cards expire. That's one that always happens. They don't realize you can use a 2018 card, 2019, 2020 card Hmm. still. So they're always thinking, if I buy this now, I got this a lot about the MLB as well because its season was kind of ending. If I buy this now, what's the point? Can I use it next season? So that's a big one. A lot of people don't know um, XP and percentages and should I buy an old card, new card? It's always the new card, old card thing. How many times you get hit with that? Um, when you see the prices in the market, it makes an, it makes an easy choice for you because dude, exactly. that that there's there's a huge gap between the prices of new cards and old cards when those new cards come out. And I don't know if it's just people want the shiny new thing or they just want the five percent, which in the long run goes a long way. Mm. But Alec, what did, you you were a little newer to so rare too? What what did you know? What are the, some of the questions that you had early on? Yeah, so early on, you know, definitely the new card versus old card, old card um, coming from fantasy sports, where it's typically either one game week or the full season. You know, you can have a guy on your team who does great towards the end of the year, but once the season's over, that's it. Um, you know, it's you can kind of look back and be like, oh, I remember when I got him before he was good, but kind of after that season, there's really no utility there. So, you know, coming to Sora and knowing that you can use cards from, in this case, year one for baseball and basketball you know, in year two, three, four down the line. Um, yes, you do lose the in-season, you know, percent boost, but I think having the ability to buy cards early on and knowing, you know, you see that year one on the card and it's flashy, it's cool. It's, you know, you may not get that 5% but being like, hey, like this is proof that I picked up on this guy early on or so-and-so mm-hmm. said to go pick this card up. So, Clap. you know, from that perspective, it's cool, but also just the ability to then use them down the line. Um, especially towards the end of the season, you know, knowing if there's a guy that's up and coming or it's just a, you know, Hey, there's a LeBron James card. That's the price has kind of gone down to something that's in my budget now. And, you know, people know they can't use them in the off season. So I'm going to go out and get them and know that I can still plug and play them in my lineup next year or next year. So, um, you know, I think the ability to use cards the following year and, you know, down the line is definitely something that was a huge draw as well. You know, you know what's funny is like, after I asked John, that cause I was like, what was mine? And my biggest concern when I first got, hopped into server, I was like, if I buy this guy who plays, you know, at Chelsea or whatever, well, Chelsea's not on board, but someone in the MLS, right? And then I buy him and then they transfer teams. I was like, can I no longer use them? I was like, oh God, if they get a transfer and like they're wearing like an Orlando City jersey, I was like, oh God, can I never use them again? And that was like the mm. scariest thing to me. I was like, mm. what, what what if they get traded? Like they're on a contract year. And it like freaked me out to no end. And it feels kind of stupid when I say it out loud now. <laughs> No, I get pepper. That one's an everyday one. That one, uh, like, what happens if my guy transfers? What happens if he plays here? And it's like, well, if it's a covered league and da 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 da. The the two biggest questions you get, which are like the ones that are really awkward to answer, are who should I buy? Is the Oof. first one. Who should I buy? And you're kind of kind of like, hmm. I, th- I, I my reply is always like, it's so annoying. But I, I actually like have a copy paste job. Corporate John. Like, yeah, it's just like I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like tipping individually in case anything goes wrong. The last thing I need to do is spew it around them. Oh, this guy I like at the minute, but I think it's just such an annoying question because I get when you sign up to something like who should I buy, and the, the real answer if you were to take the time right, it's like it depends on what you're into, depends on what team you follow, depends on what your edge is, depends on what like you actually have knowledge about, depends on who you're going to want to follow. Why are you here? Are you trying to flip somebody? Are you trying to make money? Are you trying to follow your team? Are you trying to do this? You're trying... There's a million little nuances and reasons that things that go into that question. So who should I buy? I'm always just like, 
don't like tipping individually check my youtube channel like and, and, it's, and i'm advice. sure I, yeah exactly it's it's literally the arse covering one it's like the i uh, don't like tipping individually because like if i go and put out a wee video and say oh this guy looks like he could be good whatever else that's one thing but me going to you you should buy jockage and then next year he breaks his legs, never plays again, and you've lost 300 quid or whatever it is. It's like, I just don't want that being retweeted on me in like a year. <laughs> um, and the other one is, how much money do I need to start? Mm. The, the, the answer is always like, as much as you're comfortable with losing. <laughs> how much are so, you willing to lose? Yeah, literally, like, what are you happy losing? That's how much. And people are like, oh, I really don't want to start. I don't have money. They always say, I don't, I can't afford to put money in, but I really feel like I should. And I'm just like, <laughs> no. Well, it's yeah. like, send me over your bank statement, dude. Let me, <laughs> yeah, let, let, yeah. Let, let's find a budget for you. All right. Let's figure this out, bud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make sure you sign up on my link and buy lots of players from auction. That's what you should do. Don't plug your link. This is our link. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> Wrong yeah. show, buddy. You, you get enough. Sorry. Plays, if I'm a, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Make sure you go over to my YouTube channel find my link. <laughs> it's it's all right. Oh, we can cut that out, dude. This isn't live. We don't live stream. We tried that and we maybe messed it up a little bit, okay? All right. Fun in the yeah. process though. It was a good time. All right. We don't we don't have Sky Sports production, okay? Sorry, dude. Ooh. My bad. My bad. Oh, I just I feel like oh god I say. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Get better, jump. <laughs> All right. All right. I, 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 I gotta get I gotta get this out because you alluded to it about leagues that are onboarded. When prem. Yeah. When prem. When prem. Oh, oh, I'm, Sorry, Alec. Alex. Oh Alex really like it. Um it's inbound, like it's it's common. It's 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 happening. You know, the article is from Sky News, which is pretty reputable. Um, it's not confirmed. Apparently, there's meetings on Friday, whatever else. Multi-year contract, thirty million. A lot of things check out or check out. Like the consensus was someone who we thought that had might have won it and beat them. Um, the story makes sense. I've heard from pretty reputable people through the grapevine that it is indeed true and happening, and I am excited about it. Now, no one like that, like no one else can hear. Like I just don't want to say their names, but they're like people in the community who we all know are like, yeah, this is happening. I don't know how they know, but. I'm 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 a ninety five percenter right now. I'm not quite cracking champagne. I tried to yeah. convince Quinny to yeah. do it in his stream, but um, <laughs> the champagne is ordered, is what you're saying. Yeah, literally, it's just kind it's of, all nice. Kind of exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, I dude, you know, you know damn well that on Friday the Liverpool front office is gonna walk in there with just stacks of cash and be like, yeah, say yes. They're gonna be like, yep. yeah, 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 look at this. It's there's no, there, there's no, yeah, it it has to happen and. Personally, I think that's like the last domino to fall. Like, obviously, there's still a lot of room for so rare to grow, but I feel like that is just like the last piece that builds the foundation. And it's just like just nowhere but up at that point. I feel like that really just solidifies this project as a hey, so rare is here to stay. This company is legit. You know, you could see, I know I just listened to an interview with uh uh it was on the Bankless podcast. Uh, you know, they were on there talking about so rare in the future and how like kind of like the bringing like the process for the last three years and just like listening to him talk i was like dude this is legit like it just gave me so much more confidence not that i mean i've already 
already sold the farm and put everything in his over or whatever, dude. But too late for that. But no, dude, it's just just listening to like the way they like built it up and they were really thoughtful with the way they brought up like no Ponzi-nomics here at all. So I think I think the prem really just like showing up, being that like last seal of approval and just going, bam, like we are here. So rare is here, baby. Hmm. Yeah, definitely a, a very exciting time. But um, if we can kind of shift over to basketball real quick, Ugh. you know, John, I, I know you're not the biggest basketball fan, but kind of what was your, you know, I guess strategy or kind of how you attacked the, you know, the opening of basketball. Um, I believe it was, <laughs> was it either Steph or Giannis. One of the cards I know you have the the one of one mint. Um, that was the very first card ever released by Sower. So that was kind of a, a fun auction to follow. Um, but you know, just kind of going out cards. Was it really just kind of looking at you know, as an investment, or are you kind of looking for to, you know, maybe at least at the, at a minimum, get into it maybe, or just kind of, you know, what's your, your plan of attack for that? So I, I, I absolutely butchered it. And I knew it was butchering it. I knew I was making a hames of it as I did it. And it was like just watching a car crash in action. Um, I tried bidding on the one-offs because it's the same with the baseball. While on the face of it, I drastically overpaid for some baseball cards, as in we're talking on the Ronald Acuna Jr. one of 5,000. Like I paid like one point, because I mean, it was very much price discovery mode at that time. Right. No mm-hmm. one knew. It was the first card. I paid like an eighth, which was like, I don't know if I put this in dollars for y'all Americans out there, $1,700, right? $1,700. It's trading for about 50 now. So while you look at that and you go, okay, that guy's grossly overpaid. That's true. Part of me is also just like, yeah, but I've got the one of 5,000. Suck my dick. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of how I was trying to look at basketball because I thought the top shot people would put a lot of emphasis on low serials. Um, no, so that was kind of my thing. And I went, I was like, if I, if I overpay, I don't care. And I went and bid like two ETH on the LeBron one of thinking like, that's pretty saucy. Someone's probably going to come over me, some crazy guy. But it was literally like straight away, like 3.7. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I put the bid on for like two and then they didn't even just bid. It was like, swear on Krishna. He's an investor. And so where it was like 3.7 or four or something crazy. <clears throat> yeah. When I was like four, 4.07, dude. Yeah. I was like, I was like <laughs> this, I was like, I'm not going to, to, to compete with this. And it was at that point I realized I probably wasn't going to compete with any of the one-offs for the basketball. So I kind of took a step back. I was actually flying as it was released. Uh, I watched the announcement, the community thing in the airport about an hour before my flight, almost missed my flight. It was the last person on the plane. Um, and then, so rare, baby. So, so rare, baby. So I, I couldn't be bidding. I couldn't bid. But when I got off, I made the mistake of like, basically what I did was I sorted it by like rookies. Um, and just bid on any of them that looked like cheapish, and then put bids on ones that had like jersey matches, a couple of them. But I mean, these are guys that I don't have a clue about. A couple of them aren't even rookies. And then I was like, okay, I want a few blue chip guys. I want I want the ballers without thinking about the structure of building teams and how it works. And I was just like, I want relatively low serials in these guys. And when I was doing it, I was watching it and going like, these prices are going to crash through the floor in the next week, in the next two weeks. I knew it was happening, but still part of me was just like, get the low mints because people will care about how low it is in the future. And maybe they won't. And I was like, and I'll get more XP sooner. And da 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 and da da and justified magpie and buy the shiny thing and paid probably like three, four X what they're going for now. More for like LeBron, Steph Curry, Jan Morant and Giannis. Well, um, I mean, that, that's a valid point though, because even... Before Silver so NBA came out, I kind of did a little reconnaissance, some spy work, went behind enemy lines and like really kind of just 
took a dive into the the uh top shot community and they're all about the lowest cereal possible uh mm-hmm. DraftKings rainmakers with their fantasy like nfl uh their tiebreakers for like standings are they accumulate the your serial numbers so they like they literally tally it up and then that's the basically the tiebreaker so even DraftKings really focuses on low serials too oh. so oh it was such a dilemma i remember I, I would be texting alec like day one and two it'd be like look at this price and he's like nope <clears throat> and alec is like nope and i'm over here just like overpaying not 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 john nellis overpaying but i was overpaid a little bit i got some of my magic guys you know but alec where where where, where's your gallery at this point like you waited you did the opposite where 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 did you end up so i waited i'm more of a kind of focus on just the scoring side i think the low mints are are cool but unfortunately just not a part of my budget so you know know, john you kind of touched on that earlier but the biggest thing for anyone who's new to so rare is know what your budget is and stick with that um, there were cards that early on, I would have loved to gotten in, like, they'd be cool to get a one of one, a Jersey mint, all that. But, um, I'm kind of mainly playing on just the, you know, the scoring side. Um, so just got enough. I, I had to sit out game week one, but going to be in on game week two. But I mean, even with the, the serial numbers, the fact that it's a year one card, um, honestly, I think down the line, any card, regardless of mint that you have is going to be cool, but especially the lower mint that you have, you know, especially for a lot of the, the big name guys, the Steph Curry's, the Giannis, you know, John Moran, all those guys, the lower mint that you have, the cooler that's going to be, you know, John, like looking at your Steph Curry, I think this is 15 right now, like knowing that you have like the 15th Steph Curry ever produced on so rare. And, you know, yeah, it may not be a, a one, which would be very cool, but like looking down the line in years, like. That is the 15th card ever produced on so rare for stuff. So like, that's going to be something that's going to be really cool to see down the line. And I mean, even with some of these, these rookies or whether or not they pan out, like knowing that you own a card from like the early days and, you know, day one or two with how quickly they were pumping out cards and still kind of are, I think down the line is going to be really cool. But, you know, just kind of from the, from the playing standpoint, my goal was always just kind of who's going to score points, whether it's a, a mint one or a mint, you know, 5,000 doesn't really matter too much to me. Um, but deep down, it would be cool to get those. But unfortunately, just was never really, you know, a part of the budget for me. The Can I just say like the, one of my bigger, not regrets, but one of the things that I, I, I messed up on on both counts and I just, it didn't even cross my mind for some, I don't even know why. I don't know why I have this affinity for limited cards in these sports. <laughs> um, because I have the budget to go rare, maybe right. not super rare, but like I de- well, I definitely have the budget to go super rare in these. And like if I actually research, but like for the, the A-listers or as I said, the blue chips, like LeBron James there now, I paid more for his limited than his rare is now on the market, like to buy off another really? manager. Never never mind auction. Yeah, you can come in and pick up one of these LeBron rares for cheaper than I paid for the limited. Huh. And like I think I'm not gonna say I knew that would happen, but I definitely knew the limited was gonna come down and even now I look at it and I kind of go like, I don't know. Okay. Maybe LeBron because of his age is one thing. Like what, what's a Giannis rare going for? And I know that's essentially like a limited because it's over a thousand, but you know my point. Wow. Over that's, an eighth maybe. But yeah. It's that's 1. actually 1. still healthy. 1.1 1. 1. 1. 1 for the rare 0.18 for the limited Giannis right now. And what's Jamarant going for? He's probably he's similar-ish. <laughs> 0.668th. Um, couple of hours ago what did i pay like half that for the limited my point is i think like the the big mistake i made um was not just coming in a bit higher um maybe a bit a bit a bit of a lower scarcity a little bit later would probably like imagine having the cards i have there like the big ones but having them at rare wouldn't that just be lovely that'd be nicer 
nice, nice little red, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then even like, I think as well, I, I think the reason I do the limited thing is because like whenever I do my YouTube thing again, like I, I give away my limited cards. So it's like, it's about having like the community that I try and build as part of that me doing the NBA thing, hoping that they kind of go, he's not actually taking any of the cards he wins here. Let me give him some advice. And then it's kind of like a community thing on these right. other speculative sports for me. Like that's that's the way I'm looking at them. Cause like I'm never going to be a basketball expert. I'll follow it passively and I've I've sat up and watched a couple of games the last couple of weeks. But you like you say that now. You say that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I th- I think it's one of, it's a case of like there's only so many hours in the day and so many teams and so much time. It, it's right. actually like the, the time the games are here, I think it would be very hard to follow. If I ever move stateside or move somewhere else, oh, who knows? Oh, are we getting some alpha in here? What? Oh, what? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Do you remember Nicholas tweeted that pen? Oh, that? yeah. Was that? Yeah, it was, was signing that you? the U.S. office. Yeah, signing your lease. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I could have definitely played it better, but nonetheless, here we are. Um, the big hole in my gallery on NBA is like the guys with the twenty averages and the twenty fives to fill up the MVPs. Do you know? Yeah, no, I, I had totally planned. So I, I had tuned into the stream that you did with Quinny, Gator Guy, and Laird when like NBA just came out. You guys were talking, and then like everybody's like talking about their lineups. And just I remember the look on your face. You just went, I can't even put a team in. <laughs> you're just, you're literally, <laughs> you literally just stopped and you were like, I, 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 you, you couldn't even, you had all these star players in your gallery. You had yeah. the guys that everybody wants. And then you just had that realization. You're like, oh crap, I can't even use these players. No. Do you, is that, cool like is that is that something cool that sober did that sober kind of nail it with these like salary caps and stuff mm-hmm. like that like w- would you even like this maybe in the football game they didn't they didn't and i'll tell you why i think it's incredible for people who are basketball fans and who actually want to play it because they love basketball and they want to use that edge and that's fine if that's what you're going for that's great but for the casual it's very hard to compete now I'm not saying that you should be able to come in and buy whoever you want and spunk a load of money and win and that this guy who has money but doesn't know basketball should be able to come in and just win every week and buy this and buy that. and buy that. That's not the case. But maybe the caps could have been just a little bit higher or something. I don't know. I feel at the minute it's 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 a little bit too low where like you can't in you can't pick a few of them, you know? Right. Well, it's, it's one thing, you know, like even it's in like specialists. It's tight. I, I, yeah. You don't fit it's in these tight. pants anymore. <laughs> yeah, You've outgrown yeah. your pants. <laughs> yeah, I grew these goddamn pants. Your muffin topping. It's, uh, <laughs> I've been muffin topping for years, baby. The only way to roll. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the muffin top kind of, I don't know. I don't know if I like it in so rare. It's, I, I don't know. I just find it like I'm going to find this very hard. And if I find this very hard, so will a lot of other casuals. But maybe they don't want the casuals. Maybe they want the diehards. And the diehards who want to actually play fantasy against each other, this will this will prove if you know basketball. But you know all the little nuances about, like in that first week there, was your man Murray or someone? Who was the guy? Uh, J- Jamal Murray. Was that who? who was? Like, if you didn't have him and he had a zero, but he was projected to uh, score Keegan X. Murray. Oh, Keegan Murray. Keegan yes. Murray. <clears throat> all this sort of stuff. And now it looks very much like it's a game about getting as much bang for your buck as possible where you need to look at the projected points versus his average and you need to basically it's a game of optimizing having a lot of cards and hoping that you have the guys in the right week to go all right well with my 110 points these guys in my gallery combined are projected to score 180 therefore they are the best bang for my 110 points do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know it feels very mathematical now or something because basketball is relatively predictable compared to other sports or am i just wrong (laughs) 
I, th- I think yes and no. I think kind of, you know, sticking with the cap, I think it is a very cool concept because it does kind of, you know, limit people from coming in simply buying the five best players and setting a lineup that way. Yeah, John. Um, but I think off the bat, it would be kind of nice if they had another option where you could simply set a lineup without the cap to kind of keep the casuals that are, you know, kind of like yourself who may not know basketball and may not, you know, dig deep into the stats and matchups and all that. That way it kind of helps grow it more. Um, as a platform to kind of both get people on, you know, on initial release day, but then also retain people as well. So, you know, I think it's definitely a a cool concept, but it would be kind of nice if they also offered something, you know, kind of to keep, you know, the casual fans and also just for, you know, even though I know basketball, you know, I really don't want to spend hours researching this just for, you know, three days and for the next week, everything to be different. Um, You know, on the soccer side, it feels like you kind of know the matchup for the most part, you kind of switch up your lineup a little bit here and there, but you know, having to worry about the cap, it, it becomes extremely mathematical and kind of all of a sudden becomes significantly more, you know, time consuming compared to baseball, compared to soccer and, you know, both those other platforms as well. Cool. Alec, that's a, I, I think, I think like Alec makes a great point. And that's like probably the biggest problem is that even if I did find like the right team and the right balance of like, okay, I've got my guy, I've got my other guy, I've got a guy who's kind of like a little bit, and then I've got like, <laughs> two little Jorge duds that you don't really care about. Wow. Uh, trying to throw some shade <laughs> back at my guy here, just trying to get competing. I don't know. Hey, milk duds are tasty, all right? <laughs> They're a delicacy in America, all right? <laughs> so two, so you've got two like little shitters, right? <laughs> and basically, I've got this team and right, I want to play it, it every week. This guy, I actually owe like Jorge like lots of abuse. He made me drink. Oh, how did you make me drink Jägermeister oh. through a straw? And it was like, oh, the thin, yeah. it was like, the inside of a pan, you know, like one of those little straws. Right, the Jaeger bomb, the, the Jaeger bombs on the yeah, it's like a Jaeger bomb, but it's on the rocks, like a mighty racer. So you just do it, and then just stick a straw, and you just straight to the head, dude. You just slip it up. Hey, it's but rough, it but you had forever. a good time, right? Well, yeah, the great <laughs> learn, learn how to suck, time. John. Learn how to suck. <laughs> Get some air so, in those lungs. <laughs> my point is that the yeah, the fact that I have to be agile and following things in mathematics like do mathematics every single week it's a little bit like ugh. if i could even just buy the guys and roll them week to week that that is a, a huge kind of um things the stumbling block for like casuals like me it'd be nice <laughs> to just be able to set and forget it's not even just casuals though because i somehow managed to get a dmp in week two because my guys on a two-way contract with like the g league the minor league and the nba and for one I didn't know that they had a 50 game NBA max, so they could only play 50 games in the NBA, like two way. And on top of that, and I still don't know, maybe Alec, you know, but it just came out of nowhere. He played a game, got in the game, had a great game. And I was like, all right, I'm going to pick this guy up. I need him. And then all of a sudden the article comes out and they're like, oh yeah, they sent him back to the G league, save some of his games. I was like, what? Yeah, it's like, is it random? Like, can they just do it whenever they want? Or like, is that something that, and that's going with these cheaper guys too, because a lot of them they don't play a lot. So you mm-hmm. may try to try to pick them up, you know, kind of fill in that squad, and all of a sudden, boom, you're getting smacked with the two way. So <laughs> yeah, so I had no clue that was a thing until you sent me that tweet. So um, did a little research on it, um, trying to pull up the official thing here. Um, but anyone on a two way contract can be permitted on an NBA team's roster for no more than fifty games during the regular season. Um, with no limit on practices. So essentially they can practice as much as they want, but they can't be on the active roster, which when you're setting a lineup, like there are some guys that are kind of borderline 
Um, but you could get kind of screwed with a, a DNP, you know, on, on baseball, you kind of know whether or not a guy is going to be in the lineup um, on football, you know, whether he's more of a rotational player every day or, you know, really just kind of an academy guy that's up and coming. But, you know, on basketball with some of these younger guys, they'll come up, they'll play for a week straight, they'll play great. And then just because someone was hurt, they're sent right back down. Um, and there's really no, no warning about it. It's kind of random a lot of times. So um, it's, it's definitely something that's, you know, feels kind of just like a crapshoot at times and you've no clue when it's going to happen. So, you know, I think that's kind of really when having those points in that salary cap kind of really makes it difficult because, you know, you spent those points on a player that is going to get you a zero now that you could have used for someone else. Um, but his, his last or his L10 isn't going to change because of the score, because it's just going to stay at that DMP um, or whatever it was, or, you know, kind of using the Keegan Murray example, who was a rookie, but is going to be in the starting lineup now you know, this first game week, he's at a zero, but he's still going to put up 30 to 40 sober points a game. So from a budget standpoint, that's incredible. But, you know, it's it's kind of one of the, the kinks in the game that unfortunately it's so random that would be nice if there was a way around it. But, you know, kind of with the the salary cap, we're kind of just backed into a corner here to, to kind of just deal with it and just kind of hope for the best once you set your lineup. Do you think do you think that'll kind of hurt so rare in the long run? Because like John was saying, now you're doing a lot of math. Even this, like now you have to count how many games they've played in the NBA and how many games they have remaining if they're on a two-way. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, on top of the research, now you're basically hoping that we have a liquid enough market to hop in and out of these guys when there's a ton of other people that are also paying attention like you are. And now you're fighting for those same cards. Mm-hmm. It's Is that going to keep... NBA from growing quickly? Like, I feel like, I, I don't know. I just see Jorge having this moment here where he's like, I need to sell everything. <laughs> it's like this moment of realization. <laughs> no, yeah, no, because it's 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 a true, like, hearing other people talk about it. Like, obviously, I've stared at this, and I've gone through lists up and down and sideways and left and right, like, trying to find value guys, right? No matter what I do, I feel like everybody is already there. Because mm-hmm. even, even today, we got... Alec has sent me an article that uh, Cole Anthony from the magic kind of went out on some like weird kind of like injury. And I was like, okay, so like I watched a lot of magic. I knew that RJ Hampton was probably like the guy that was going to like step up even on the bench. And even as soon as I looked like the floor had already been swept a little bit. And I was like, dude, like that's, that's going to be rough. Like being the first one. And like, it happens in football too. When a guy scores a goal and all of a sudden his price pumps, but if we don't have a liquid market, if we don't get the users fast enough, like it could be a really rough start for so rare NBA in the long run. But yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges right now is given how quickly they're pumping out cards, which it's great because they wanted to get people in early and that's fantastic. But um, baseball, there was, I want to say it was three game weeks before you actually got limited card or limited on um, lineups. Um, and then it slowly went up to rare, super rare and so on. But you know, it's great that with basketball, they, they waited one week and jumped right in. But at the same time, when you're pumping out cards, you know, the, the first day you were getting a new player card every hour. And now I think it's down to three hours, which is still, I mean, you're getting 11 to 12 minutes of a card per day. So as soon as any news breaks, you know, everyone's jumping on that all within a day's notice. And it really makes it difficult to kind of keep an eye out for it. Um, I mean, I sent you that article 15 minutes after it had been announced that, you know, Cole Anthony was going to be out. And, you know, of course, at that point, our, all these cards had already gone um, for by the time the the injury happened last night. So, you know, I am glad kind of on the baseball side, they've really slowed things down. I know on soccer, things come out incredibly slow, which is great to kind of help control the market. So, 
you know, it's great that they were pumping out cards early on, but given that, you know, you're jumping right into tournaments, it kind of makes it difficult both for, you know, people who know basketball, but also for, you know, casual users to figure out, is this guy going to be in the lineup tonight? Is he going to be on the lineup? Let alone forget the lineup is going to be on the team next week because who knows if he gets sent down. So, you know, it, it really kind of makes it challenging, but I think in the long run, it'll work itself out, but, you know, kind of jumping right in, it's kind of going to be something that's just going to be a big learning curve kind of as we all progress through it. John, I want to pick your brain here a little bit. Kind of going back to Steph Curry. Oh, yeah. And those prices, (laughs) you love your limited so much. Steph Curry is auctioning for under $100, right? Steph Curry is a baller. He's one of the guys that obviously everybody should want in their lineup. How is that compared to like the prices in football? Like if you wanted to pick up the guy in football, like your top scoring guy, like I don't know, here you guys talking about your Gakbos and your, what is your Carlos heels? Like what is that price compared to like a top card in football? Is it higher? Is it less? Like, are we still in price discovery mode in NBA? Like how does that look to you? It's way lower. Well, I mean, if we're talking about the best, the best, I mean, a Messi limited, if we call Messi LeBron, right. I don't know what you want to call Messi because he's getting, he's 35, but I mean, yeah, it's over a thousand Steph Curry. Steph Curry is 34. <coughs> Yeah, and he smashes. So he, he's one of the best guys. He's over a thousand dollars. Cody Gakpo, um, five hundred and ninety there. Well, what? Don't tell me this. What's Cody Gakpo's rare? Oh, thank God! I sold a Cody <laughs> Gakpo recently, and I was like, <laughs> "Don't tell me he's went up in price because his averages are looking pretty good." Um, but yeah, like they, they're all they're all more than a Steph Curry. Basically, there's there's not really a top performer that's less. Like Joshua Kimmich is probably known as the guy. Um, over a grand, one thousand two hundred dollars. So doesn't touch them. So. Would you say that's value? Like, I, I, it, it just, I can't wrap my head around the fact that a Steph Curry is auctioning under a hundred, but is gonna put up scores. Golden State is good. Alec, I don't know. You may know how much, like, how his load management goes in NBA. I feel like Steph Curry is just a guy that just plays every game. He might not play like a lot of minutes, but I just feel like he's gonna consistently play. So why isn't this price up? Like, do you think it's just like? buyer exhaustion like you think people are just out of money at this point like the hype the hype was too too hard too fast and it needed to cool down a little bit i don't know it just doesn't doesn't make sense to me yeah i mean i think a little bit is you know the prices were so high everyone was trying to get in so i think you know a lot of people kind of partially blew their budget or blew their budget on you know a handful of guys without enough to really set a lineup and you know it kind of goes back to you know releasing these cards without any information on what your lineup is going to look like with the cap um, you know, kind of makes it a little difficult to, to really kind of go in with that. But, um, I think, I think part of it also is, you know, with the fact that football has been around for a couple of years now, um, and all these cards are out there and that the market is fully developed, I think definitely, you know, it's, it's interesting to compare on one side, but it's also tough to compare on the other, because, you know, I feel like on the football side, when you have a Messi, you have a Holland, like those guys consistently put up significantly higher scores than most other players every game week. Whereas you can have a Steph Curry who, yeah, he's one of the best in the NBA, but he can also then have a game where he puts up 15 sober points and you just blew half your game week budget or half your 110 points on a guy who scores 15. So, you know, I think the cap definitely kind of makes it harder and controls the market in a way. Um, obviously someone who plays limited, I hope it never gets to the prices of football because then I'll kind of be in a little bit of trouble there, but, um, it is going to be something that's going to be interesting to see kind of, as we get down the line, um, I know talking with Chris, he said, you know, football prices were, were always high, but they've definitely continued to go up throughout the years. So, you know, it could just be something that as we get a couple of years down the line, the prices kind of come close to that football market, but up into the right, um, just kind of have to wait and see. Yeah. 
I think the 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 big thing as well with the basketball cards is like now I I am not incentivized to go and buy more high high performers. Did you have them? I think mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and I can only use one a week or maybe two. It's right. like you know I think the thing is with like the wheels out there who want to come in and buy like if you're a if you're a ynwa or whoever are you going to come in and buy the giannis unique the jockets unique the lebron unique the steph car unique maybe because then you just have like a monopoly but the (laughs) other side of it is it's like at a much lower level there are actually only so many top performers you need whereas in football you can buy all the top performers realistically and play them across across multiple regions without caps um okay if they're in the same positions about the issues but you get my point you realistically you can pick your couple of guys and hang your hat on them in basketball at the minute until they open up new competition modes or regions or whatever but like yeah there isn't as much incentive i don't think to go and spend shit tons of cash all right here here's the incentive right here's the incentive we get a game mode where you can input your basketball your baseball and your football cards oh baby how do you feel about that john does does that does that spice you up does that i got a little does that get you going Oh, I got a little chub. I shouldn't stand up oh, with the camera hey, here. Like turn, it really turn, gets turn me the going. camera up. Turn the camera up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, it gets me going. I I love that idea. I, I I love that idea so much. I don't know when these seasons all run together. I don't know when baseball's back and when basketball ends. And I'm sure there is overlap. And even if not, even in the shorter term, I'd love to see like an NBA, um, an NBA and a and a football crossover. Or like, you know what they could do? They could do like, and this is just something I've just thought of right now. So it's maybe shit. Um, you know, like almost like marquee matchup type that. vibes where like okay. I don't know, trying to find some sort of relations between like like a dar- derby competition where right. if you've got rivals playing in the NBA and you've got rivalries in football, this you're allowed to play um well soon Manchester United and Man City ooh, ooh. and then pick a rival in the NBA or a few like because I mean like, last weekend or a few weekends ago there was like it was like uh, El Clasico was on. Oh yeah, um, Liverpool Bayern and Dortmund, I think. Mm-hmm. Baron Dortmund, like all these big games, like having like a derby competition would be kind of cool. Maybe. That would be sick. Well, would would you would it with a like special edition oh! with, with with special edition cards, right? Ooh. Of like guys who've played for both teams as like the thing. So like if Bayern are playing Dortmund, have like a special edition Lewandowski. Oh, or so, I don't know. Maybe, okay, did I just ruin the idea? <laughs> No, you, 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 may, cool you may be reaching a little bit. You may be reaching. <laughs> but how how would they do that though? Like, would you get to pick your reward at the end? Like, I don't. I'm, I, I don't wanna... know. I just know they've given out limited stuff in the past. I'm thinking like, if FIFA Ultimate Team can do shit like this, why can't why can't so rare? I just yeah. and that's kind of now that I kind of have you on the speculation train. DraftKings just did a kind of like Halloween thing where they had their football. They like zombified some like football players and like sound like special edition like what if so rare like i want a I want a christmas so rare card with like a rudolph red nose on it and some christmas lights around the border that's what i want like w- would those sell like i think like you have all these cards that oh, you yeah. can in you have a thousand like make 10 of them like a holiday edition or boxing day edition or like stuff like that like there's all this stuff that they could do that would drive liquidity and i just dude, i just want to have fun I'm here to have fun. I'm not here to complain or, you know, get mad at stuff. Like, yeah, I, dude, I'm awful this over. Whatever, dude. I only win every once in a while, but I'm having fun. Like, why, why can't it just be fun? Like, what? Yeah, they, they can definitely, they have to. I don't know how image rights work and like adjusting the image. I don't know if that's a different thing. I'm just, again, like, I don't know if you can like 
get the image rights off, as I say, Lewandowski. Therefore, you can use his face and stick a joint in his hand. Do you know what I mean? Like, there have to be, like, you know what I mean? But, I mean, where does that grey area stop? Like, okay, you can't put a joint in his hand. That's not every 420 serial. (laughs) Every 420 serial. But can you put a red nose on him? That, for Rudolph, or can you put a Santa hat on? I don't Something, know. Yeah. I would pay Again. stupid money for a footballer with a red nose on him. I'm just saying. Well, I think, I like, too. especially in the NBA, like, given how big playing on Christmas Day is, like, there's only, I want to say there's five games that whole day. Like, it's a huge deal to play on Christmas Day. It's like, all, like, it back to back, too, right? Yeah, like, it's it's basically, like, 1030. As soon as that game ends, there's a half hour, then the next one, and it goes all day, so... I mean, getting a, a special edition of whoever's playing on Christmas Day would just be such a cool card to have. And, you know, Boxing Day for, you know, for EPL or, um, I guess, not deadline day, would it be Judgment Day, whatever the final season or final day of the season is called? Decision Day? Um, yeah, like any decision day. Or I think I just butchered that again. Um, but anything that would be, you know, special. I know, you know, for NBA, they talked about doing alternate shots, but. Yeah, you jealous, John? If, if yeah. the alternate shot is just going to be another shot of them at media day, maybe holding a basketball, or if it's a John Morant dunking over someone, you know, for for on the football side, if it's going to be, you know, if it's a goalie making a huge save or a big header or anything like that, like I want a diving goalkeeper, just yeah, like, like straight like stretched out across the car. Yeah, any additional cards that we can get that aren't just the same copy and paste photo every week and. Um, you know, it is cool that, you know, on, on the football side, they change up the card designs year after year. Um, you know, you do have a different layout for, for baseball and football and basketball and all that, but having true, like a difference between each card, you know, whether it's a, a run of 10 within the limiteds or, or a new scarcity, it would just be so cool to see. John, do you even have a lineup to put in this week for NBA? Oh, okay. <laughs> do you want to go there? I don't think, I don't know if you want to go there. I kind of uh, need to know. Commons don't count, do they? Mm, you want to know my limited no. contender team? Yeah, what's your what's your limited contender? And you got hey, you got champion next week, by the way. So yeah, we're champion will be a real thing. Champion is coming, so hey, you have a chance. Look at you, look at you go. I know next week. No, so like what I need to do and what I'm happy doing actually is putting a bit of money into these like twenty thirty average guys because at the minute the only way I can build a limited contender team is by picking like a an MVP, so Giannis, Jamarant, uh, LeBron James, or Steph Curry. Um, and then uh, honestly, after that, it it gets to like, let me see, it's it's kind of bad. It goes to like Jeremy Sushan, uh, Cody Martin, Moses Brown, Jake Laravia, Trevor Hudgens, like because I I can't actually fit anyone in with Janice because he's like over half my budget. Mm-hmm. So and even if I go to Steph Curry, oh yeah, I save like eight points. Ooh, like, hey, that's another guy right there. Mm, <laughs> that's a bull bull right there. All right. Yeah, it's just like it's not great, is it? So I need John on the um, bowl train. That's what I what, need. His price is super inflated, in, but Bobo. 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 My Bobo. guy Bobo is Bobo. Bobo. B O L B O L. His name is literally Bobo. B O L. Oh god, I can't I thought bleh. Oh why can't I find him? It's B O L space B O L. I wasn't putting ah space. the space. Yeah, yeah. Alec, do you uh, have a okay. team finally? Well, John I looks do up. Bobo. Finally, have a team. It was. Uh, I was so excited. I remember texting you as soon as I got that fifth player, and I was like, "This is awesome." I went to submit it for the next week, and kind of like John, I was like, "I'm over the cap. Got to go get someone else." So, um, filled out a team, thankfully. So, 
Um, not going to get any rewards from, from limited this week, obviously not having a team, but um, fingers crossed for next week and hoping to, to kind of start the, the new season, the new platform running. Dude, that's the thing. I, even I got, I, even I got hit with a salary cap. I was cool. Like mm-hmm. I had now Horford and then he kind of went out on a back injury. So I was like, ah, oh, damn. So then I took him out and then I got the news that he was coming back in, but all my averages changed. So I went to go slot him right back in. And I couldn't, I was like, ah, so I went shopping and then I picked up a guy with the DNP still anyway. So I did whatever. Yeah, I mean, the the average is constantly changing is going to be such a challenge to kind of set your lineup. You can't really carry it over. Like you have to, I think you're going to have to have a lot of depth, which is fun from a fantasy perspective, but from a, you know, I don't want to spend hours a week trying to, you know, put together one lineup for the next three days. Um, it's definitely going to be very time consuming. So it's going to be, you know, do I just kind of, set a very similar lineup knowing I'll be a couple points under budget to, or under the the scoring cap budget to, um, you know, kind of know that I can just kind of copy and paste the lineup in every week, or do I want to fully attack it and say, this guy's got two games coming up this week, but he's only averaging 15 points. He could score 30. Do I go out and buy him? So definitely adds a, another challenge to it. And it's going to be interesting to see kind of how, how long people keep up with that and doing all the extensive research. John, what you got over there? <laughs> Did you find him finally? Team. It do, it doesn't work. Yeah, I find them. Um, yeah, I bubble. Um, so what I'm actually going to end up having to run, which again is just like it's it's never ever going to compete, which is why like I'm, I, it it takes the wind out of my sails a little bit. Is like Giannis, Cody Martin, Moses Brown, Jake Laravia, and Trevor Hudgens. Alex, does he have a chance? No. Uh, I mean, Giannis could score a hundred by himself, but it's, it's going to be tough. And yeah, I, I think that's just the biggest challenge is, you know, when you have casual fans coming in, um, it makes it that much harder to set a lineup. And I, I think there really needs to be a, a true tournament where there is no salary cap. So you can simply set whatever you want and go from there and then kind of leave, you know, champion and contender kind of as your, your specialist um, tournaments that are kind of more strategy and all that, but there, I think there needs to be another tournament to, you know, really just kind of make it a lot easier for, for anyone to kind of build a team quickly and, and join in. Listen, and also, go ahead, sorry, yeah. sorry. Say, it's kind of like what champion does in the football. If you have like this region where people will like, will, which will suck up all the biggest and best cards, like people like me will literally just throw in five players of the best. And maybe you'll have a lot of very repetitive lineups and maybe it's just shit. Maybe there should be some sort of cap even if it's like 200 or like whatever, maybe like a superstar, a superstar competition would be sick. Yeah. (laughs) But like the thing is that like, it'll suck up a lot of the really big cards and hard cards to compete with for those other regions and make them Mm -hmm. maybe even more competitive. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I'd play it. (laughs) The story is finding 229 players from a salary cap of 110. So yeah, because first, first place in contender for this week is 229. 42, 70, 41, 34, and 42. Somehow under the salary cap. Just and they're not even people you'd think either, which is why, like going back to how hard this is going to be, you got John Collins, James Harden, Dennis Smith Jr., Jared Vanderbilt, and Caleb Martin. Guys. Yeah. I mean, like you're gonna have Harden who's gonna have a big night, but like Jared Vanderbilt typically doesn't put up that big of a score. Um, Caleb Martin almost never does, but just had one big game. So I think on that side, it's kind of like baseball where you're really just setting a lineup, hoping for the best. Maybe the guy hits a home run, has a big game week, but you know, on basketball with the, the, you know, scoring cap, it's really going to make lineup setting interesting. And I think there's never really going to be a true, you know, this is kind of the the main lineup focus, or these are the players to have in your lineup week in and week out because of how big 
you know, everything else changes. And I think it's going to just truly come down to who are the guys at the bottom of that lineup that are really just kind of throw-ins to keep you under the cap, but fill in five players, but are still going to put up 30 points for, for the game. We can kind of push you over the edge. I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of, I kind of did it opposite John. I literally, I literally went on server data, flipped, mm-hmm. flipped the chart, went all the way to the zeros and just like went down and picked a bunch of guys that had like two minutes and they're like two minutes played like off the bench. For, and I dude, I just picked them up for like $2 a dollar. And I was like, I'm just going to set them and hope that I get lucky. I hope I hit the next Keegan Murray, not financial advice, <laughs> not financial advice at all. This I, it may backfire, but you know what? It was it was a little chump change. I think I threw in like, eh, not much. But hey, if they hit, they hit. If they don't, well, I got more cards taking up space in my gallery that get in the way when I'm trying to set a lineup. Yeah. God, that is my pet peeve. Can I say that, John? How many you have a lot of cards, don't you? Like, um, yeah. You have a couple. How many cards do you have? Like in total across like all uh, competitions. In football, I have like I don't know two fifty or something. Two hundred and sixty-seven that- in football. 14 baseball and 19 basketball does it ever get like irritating trying to set a lineup just like looking through guys um yeah i I don't know i think in football i kind of know who i'm looking for that's true and because you do it by region you're only looking at certain sections of them and by scarcity so like when i'm in my under 23 rare i'm not looking at all my limited cards i'm not looking at the over 23s so you kind of look at them in little bite-sized bits if you went into all-star all-star rare pro can be a bit of a nightmare but no they're normally okay like i like i'm just i'm at the point now where i have like a bunch of like mls cards and like sometimes i'm trying to set lineups and like i'll set my lineups and then like i'll get you know i'll get down the list like put in all my main guys and then like i'll just go oh mm. crap i forgot i had this guy and oh my god i have him and i was like when did i buy him and i'm like oh that was oh, don't ever let me get drunk and then go on so <laughs> rare because i have fallen victim to that i like go back a couple i was like when the hell did i buy that guy Financial advice. <laughs> that is Don't definitely financial so advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to the pub at your show rare friends and talk mm-hmm. sober and you'll be surprised what you end up with the next day. <laughs> yeah. This guy's Fen Coombs, you have to buy him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't even know his scores, but I like his name. You gotta pick yeah, yeah. him up. You need this guy him. puts his thumbs up. You need to get him. <laughs> hey, we're about to have a bunch of those in basketball. Be jealous. Yeah. Oh, very. I actually uh, am. I hope I hope it comes over to football. No. Hey, you're the inside guy. Like, what do you know? Do, is it coming? Do you know? Action shots. Yeah. Football. Oh, Come no on. Idea. John, you, I, you better I, I you better no march idea. in that you better march in that office, be like, I need my damn action shots. I'd say we have to because you know what you get? You get like occasionally, like, you know, in like the I don't know, when you're watching the football and like Sky Sports, or whatever, and they put the lineup out and it's the guy, they walk out and they cross their arms or something. Yeah. You know, that thing, that, mm-hmm. that kind of shot and they look all macho. But then occasionally one of them will do something funny. There's like a <laughs> classic one, was it like Jimmy Bullard, is that even his name? What do you call that guy who hosts I, um, Soccer AM? It's Jimmy I've Bullard, de- isn't it? I think I've definitely heard some guys talking about the the, the thumbs up card. There, there's a few of months over, isn't there? There's, there's a few like more funky like, cards. It was a player walkout. Jimmy Bullard basically turned around and he had his shorts up to like his nipples and he was like looking at the <laughs> Egypt. But like if he gets stuff like that on cards, like, you know. Oh, I would go crazy for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sungla- sunglasses guy uh, chris is over here saying sunglasses guy and chris also may have bought a few dudes in london so i blame you for that john yeah 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. the sunglasses guy is actually an interesting story though wait what's um, that there's a guy with sunglasses what's his name again um i could find it but it would take me a minute and i don't know if we have that um basically this he plays in turkey 
Galatasaray maybe uh, New Year's Eve party blew his eye out or something with fireworks or like really damaged oh. his eyes oh, shit. so had to go to hospital and all so like his card came out and he had sunglasses on and everyone was like look at this guy what's this guy doing with his sunglasses what on what a guy shit? when really what actually happened was he wrecked his eyes couldn't see didn't know if he'd ever be able to see again and now he's back playing football but he has to wear like special goggles oh. um, and obviously for like the photographer's light or something he had to wear sunglasses and uh yeah, but it's funny because none of us had a clue why. So everybody's just like using him. He's like memeing up the sober community. It's like, oh crap! Someone, someone had to be the guy to be like, uh, yeah, he blew up his eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Cancelled. Oh, you know, no goalkeepers with their hats on. Like, oh, what's what's that goalkeeper? The, wasn't it the American Jordan goalkeeper? That, yeah, wasn't there a goalkeeper that just wore like a baseball cap, like Northington oh, or something like that? Petter Check. Uh, well, Petter Check oh, had oh, the Dean like Henderson's helmet. been doing it a lot this season. Oh yeah, at, Dean Henderson at Forest. Yeah. He just wears a little baseball cap, just kind of. <laughs> what a guy! Love that guy. Mm. But John, it's been a pleasure having you here. I know you're across the pond. I don't know what time it is over there, and I don't really care. It's been great talking it's been to it's you. Past <laughs> oh, it's past his bedtime. Let you go, Alec. Do you have any more questions for this man? No, all good. Especially appreciate you coming on, and you know, I guess now this is a uh, this is into your Friday right now. So you know, appreciate you oh, taking yeah. the time and, and staying up late to join us. This has been great. Listen, this is our show, but John, I'll let you sign it off. If you have anything you want to push, promote, any live streams, anything you want to do, tell the people what you got going on and we'll get the heck out of here. Full circle, I suppose. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Head over to my YouTube really quickly. Oh, so God, here we go. Like, not these guys. Got it, got it. <laughs> <laughs>